Jack and Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the House Academy show. It must be Wednesday. Entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Pitella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about recovering HGTV house flippers and how they make great Land Academy land flippers. I love this. You know, it's funny. I was watching HGTV last night, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Does you know it get what? better or worse, that channel? It's great. Because you know what? It is so fun. It's so entertaining. And I'm not doing it. <laughs> and then and it was funny because we were talking about one the other day, too. You're like, that doesn't even sound real. I'm like, you know, I question it. I'm sure some of it's no. probably not exactly not accurate real. or real. But it, again, it is entertaining. Somebody told me in there when, when we lived in uh, Los Angeles, somebody from Hollywood said, you know, Reality TV is a style. It doesn't mean it's real. That's true. It's just a <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. The, the way that some people film Westerns, some people film reality TV. Does the I name start with a B? I don't remember there. Oh, I don't okay. remember who said that. Okay. I, I will say this, that the numbers that they flash on the screen about, oh, we bought this house, especially in Indiana. We bought this house for $5,000. The city is going to tear it down. And we scraped it and put a new house up for $38,000. <laughs> How is that possible? I know. There's no stretch of, there's no way those numbers can be right. Mm -hmm. You can't put a mobile home, a new mobile home on a piece of property. I know this from recent experience for, you know, less than 150,000 bucks. So how you build a new house for 30,000 is just mm -hmm. a crack up. Exactly. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. I got to tell you, last year, a ton of Land Academy members came to Jill and I needing extra help getting their blind offer campaigns in the mail. So I took a look at how we personally uh, send out mail with our key employees and ultimately made the same people available to Land Academy members to get their mail out. We call it concierge data. It's the exact same service. I use with the same people that I've trained uh, over the years to do our mailers. Our staff. Our staff. Yeah. A year later, hundreds of our members now are outsourcing their entire mail process, uh, process with this product. Check out offers, the number two owners.com and take a look at concierge data and see if it's for you. Aaron wrote, okay, I'm still running my red, yellow, green tests. I found out what appears to be some promising zip codes and decided to look at 12 months of past data. They look great in the last month, but not so great for several months last year. See example. I, I, could, I, I saw that. That's okay. what was there a minute ago. Yep. So how much weight do you give to historical performance versus the last month or two? This is brilliant. A brilliant question. Uh, do you look at just very recent data? Or the last two or three months, or do you look take a look at it a, a year back? Because this is kind of the experience that you're having here, Aaron, is flipped from my experience. Usually the most recent months, at least where we're sending mail, are the best. They have the lowest days on market, the highest number of properties sold, and the lowest number of properties that are for sale. And all the ratios or the, the, the red, green, yellow tests that we run, the numbers are usually better. So if, but if I saw a property or a market where historically something was really good, let's say a year ago, like you're experiencing, and then not so much the last few months, that would cause me some concern. Well, in this example, he said they look great in the last month, but not so great for several months last year. 
So oh, it's okay. Sorry, I misread it. Yeah, so I, that doesn't concern me at all. Okay, good. I'm only concerned about what's happening in the last, let's say, six months max. Especially nowadays. I mean, that's what I look back. I look, I look back. I'll look back really current too. You know, if I, but usually you need to go at least six months to get some good quality data. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, I love it. Last year was one of the strangest years we've ever experienced. All of us. I think what I think Aaron's even asking too is like, am I nuts? Because I, I look back the last 12 months or so, and this area was not moving. Nobody wanted to go there. Nothing was happening. But right now it's hot. Am I, am I, am I seeing something that's not there is what I'm hearing. And, and I think it's, that's, that's the weird times that we're in right now, Aaron. There are some way. places. Exactly. So it's a good weird time. It's a really good thing. Like you're not nuts and you're probably not missing it. And I'm, if you the way you're talking with the red, yellow, green test, you you know your stuff here. Which you got to remember uh, and and uh, write this down on a piece, uh, put it on your board if you have one in your office. This is all relative. And you are testing relativity from a time standpoint, not necessarily a geography standpoint, but I'm glad you're testing both. Mm -hmm. And so if you need to, find out why. I mean, there's markets that we're in that are the exact same thing that you're describing are some of our primary mailing markets because we're riding the the wave is crested and we're up on the surfboard and it's not, you know, that wave's going to eventually hit shore and you're going to, you know, jump off the board. And so riding that wave right now is where you want to be. Today's topic, recover, uh, recovering HGTV house flippers make great land academy land flippers. This is the meat of the show. I love this. I love when this happens. I love, Me too. you know who you are. <laughs> I do too. That are here, that have had maybe lifelong careers, by the way, running construction teams and doing all kinds of things. And, and you're burnt out. A, you're burnt out, a lot of you. And B, that um, it, you're not making the numbers that you used to make. And see, you're having trouble finding the property. So that I think is what's interesting. I think a lot of people come to us um, from some version of flipping houses because they need a better way to find properties. I personally think it kind of starts there. And, they hear, and then they hear like, oh, so that's how you guys are finding properties. Because I'm finding, I'm buying properties from people like you. Yes, you are. Like there's many people in our community that bought properties from us like houses. We're just talking houses mm -hmm. now. So... And they're like, wait a minute, you know, how are you finding these houses so cheap? You're clearly marking them up like X. I'm buying them from you. It's still better than I tr than trolling the MLS. You got it for a great deal. There weren't any agents involved. That was probably part of it. Yep. And now you're passing it on to me. Now I'm doing the renovations and I'm off and running. So they have two choices, right? They could either keep buying from me or they could try to figure it out on their own. And not many people do but few of you have. And you come and you're like, all right, I need to know how to buy these houses better. And then once you get into our little world, I don't mean to steal the whole show here. Okay? I want you to. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I still have a bunch of stuff to okay, say, yeah. but you're probably going to cover it all. But so this is, this is the progression of how it usually goes. So you come here like, all right, I just need to learn how to buy these houses better and faster because I'm running out of inventory, trolling the MLS stinks. You know, I, I'm trying to do 18 things at once. If I could just send out offers in, this, in, the, in the subdivision that I've been working in this whole time, I know what I can do with these things. But what happens is you get into it and you realize what's going on and how much, you know, how great we're buying them. And then we just mark them up and walk away and you go, wait a minute. 
you just made the same amount of money I did. And what you did inside of 30 days takes me right now, six months to a year, good luck finding the cruise and keeping them motivated kind of thing or the materials or fill in the blank kind of thing. Like, wow. So I have a lot of people that have done a little bit of both. Like they'll, they'll keep the best ones for themselves. They'll sell some of the other ones to other people in their community, the other flippers. You all know who you are when you're all driving past everybody's dumpsters in the driveway. Yep. You know, you all know. So they sell some to them. They keep some. And then, and then I've watched the progression go to, I don't want to do that anymore. I could, you know, I could sit at my desk. I could, I could sit on the back of a boat and do this. I don't have to show up every day at a job site. Wow. I'm not aware of anyone who's come to us, come to Land Academy from the house flip, uh, flipping or house renovation environment who's ever gone back. Correct. I Once they too. realize that buy, you know buying the house is so cheaply the way that we do or land, they, they then often expand back into land. They find out that they can make 20, 30, $40,000 a house or more. In a lot of cases, a hundred grand. Uh, that's how we do house deals. We need to make a hundred thousand net. And then it's, we don't do any renovations at all. We just wholesale it, not wholesale like the negative wholesale, but we buy the property. We mm -hmm. close on it just like with land. Mm -hmm. And we just sell it to somebody who's going to renovate it. Mm -hmm. We sell it to the renovators. They become our customers. And I'm repeating what Jill's saying a little bit, but it's really, really hard to argue with that. Well, you know, if you don't have to pick up a hammer and you're just shuffling a bunch of paper around, uh, making fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a lot, it doesn't take long to make make you know you do ten twenty deals like that a year, which is not that not hard. Now you're making over a million dollars, and you're not ever really going to see the site. I'm a girl, <laughs> so <laughs> let's just let me just give you a little truth time too. We've done that, you know what? And for a couple first couple times, I gotta say because I'm a girl, it was kind of fun. What color should I make the kitchen this time? I'm picking out the backsplash. I'm picking out the flooring. I'm picking out the appliances. I'm picking out double ovens. I'm picking out all these things that I think would be great. Warming drawers. I'm having some fun. I'm putting chandeliers in the bathrooms where I want them. I'm making massive, awesome closets. So that was fun first couple of times. Then it gets really tiring, especially when you sit back, because that's what I'm trying to tell you. We did that. We we went down that path with, with a lot of you saying, I guess this is what we should all be doing now, because we sure know how to buy it right. So that was the thing. We know how to buy it right. And now I just do the renovations, yeah. but I'm, you know, I had a, I had a general contractor, but I was still the designer and I still, I don't care how great they are. I mean, you still got to babysit your own project kind of thing. So you can't just... Go up, say, okay, see you in 90 days and it's done, right? Oh, that would be funny. Nope, you can't. You have to be there and often. And because things change, things come up, they're going to make decisions that, and you're not there. They're going to make decisions just because. You're like, yeah, close enough. They'll never notice. Nope. You need to be there kind of thing. So, but when I took a step back and I, you know, I came up from air, I'm like, that was so much work. I mean, it was more than eight hour days by the time I get up and pack a sandwich. Not kidding. I had a folding chair and a cooler and I'm either sitting on the job site or I'm, or I'm in Home Depot because it's taken all days to pick out doors and pick out windows. So think about this for a second. Uh -huh. Think about what you're really worth financially. Oh my gosh. That's not the good use of Ooh, your time. Nope. That was it too. Because it's like, like there were times like 
hey, $50,000 is nothing to sneeze at, right? Especially in the market we were working at here in the Phoenix area a couple of years ago. That was good, good money for people. And like, you know, doing, doing one of those a quarter or more, a lot of people would be really, really sure. happy with that. But I'm like, oh, I could make so much more money just sitting at my desk and working an hour a day. There's no part of that process I enjoyed. I'm not a girl. Oh, <laughs> here's what I enjoy. That's true. I, I enjoy depositing a check at the end. Yeah, that's the highlight of the whole project for me. Right. And then I quickly found out that we can write a check and then deposit a check inside a 30 day period for almost as much as we would have uh, if you buy it right mm -hmm. in the beginning using data. And removing the construction part out yep. of it. That was the that was the point. So here. then, pretty soon, Jill and I are doing ten times the number of deals, just the two of us back in the day, uh, without ever having to renovate anything. And it, that's when we're looking at each other, saying, mm -hmm. "This is how to do it." You know, and then we took it to the new level. By the way, we were it was fun doing. We would do it with boots on the ground in other states mm -hmm. and do the same thing. So it's it's basically doing our version of house flipping, which is we don't move any walls or do any construction. We just mark it up and move on because we found it right. That was the best, best thing. So um, I love what my last point is I love you people who are used to this. Yes. Because boy, do you understand, yep. you know, the whole process. And boy, do you understand what goes on. And you know real estate and you know how to find what goes, you know, to buying it. And and then you find us. And it's almost like I have to kind of I have to kind of hold your shoulders and tell you, I have to seriously, I have to hold your shoulders and look you in the eye and say, that's all, no more. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to, what, what do you mean? I don't have to go get a, a perk test and a survey and a this and a, oh, well, I've got to hire the, um, I need to get this done, that done. No, no, you're not doing anything. You don't need to, don't think about rocks on sale right now. I don't need you to figure out, you know, your team and the timing, you know, you don't have to do any of those things. It's so nice. Every career path, we have multiple people who sure. are recovering from house flipping. Yep. And it, it's a perfect skill set because there's the frustration, the frustrating part of this business is on site. The great part of this business, which is data and deal making and all of that can happen without any of the frustrating part. And it's really fun for me to personally watch somebody tr transforming themselves from being a renovator to just buying and selling houses and getting they, there first. I've found they sleep better. Their families are happier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kids are thriving in school. <laughs> you know, the, Every, the whole family life is just better. The trifecta is, and we have a guy in Career Path right now who is, he's a, owns a franchise to flip houses. He's tired of it. And he has owned and currently owns other businesses. So he's just, he's mentally set up to do this whole thing and he's smashing it. Yep. He, he sent out a 50,000 unit mailer during career path. Mm -hmm. So you can't fail if you do that. Yep. that. That's the, like, he just gets it. And it's a pleasure to watch him mentally go through this. Oh, I don't mm -hmm. have to do this stuff anymore. Yep. By the way, go to landacademy.com forward slash career path. And you're going to get all those details too if you think this is for you. If you need access to any sort of ownership or property details, including owner phone numbers and FEMA flood map overlays, please check out parcelfact.com or neighborscoop.com. Created by investors, that's us, for investors like you. And happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow's Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about deadlines 
deliverables, and communication. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Why does tomorrow feel like a team meeting? Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'm sorry. Some of the stuff that I have to talk about is boring. <laughs> sounds like That's a, why you're here. Sounds like a team meeting we just had. <laughs> That's okay. I understand. You know what we forgot to mention? If you're an interior decorator, you should find another podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there, maybe you are and you don't want to be anymore. That's that's okay. <laughs> Seriously, no problem. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, we'd love to connect with you on Clubhouse. Join Jack and I on the first and third Thursday of the month at one o'clock Pacific time. And you know what that is? Tomorrow, by the way. So tomorrow, if you go on Clubhouse, either search for us or search for the Land Investing Club, you will find us and we'd love to chat with you there. We We are Jack Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. 